we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the dim. It go down. It go down in the dim. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America. On air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. Yes, Friday, Friday, Friday. A lot, a lot, a lot of stuff to get to on the show today. It's a big deal for me this weekend because my daughter's graduating from high school. Kind of wild. It's kind of weird. And I'm not going to, I didn't drive her to school this morning. It was, uh, I didn't know what to do with myself. So I just. Now, I don't know, did more show prep, drank more coffee, got all wired and ready to go. And uh, there is plenty of stuff to get to. We will uh, certainly talk about the uh, hearings on Capitol Hill yesterday with FBI whistleblowers. That was, uh, wow, just wow. Not a surprise. I mean, we kind of figured out all this, right? You know? Uh, so anyway, it looks like the FBI. Remember we had the FBI just literally a couple years ago, maybe even just a year ago, the FBI was still kind of what everybody thought. The FBI is this great organization, the Quinn Martin production, the FBI. Maybe you baby boomers watched that when you were kids about the FBI. And now we're realizing that the uh, head of the snake is rotten, just rotten right off. And so we just need to hold the tail down with our foot and go whack and just cut that head right off of the FBI because... Uh, we got to turn this ship around, and I think people are finally a little bit done with it. Before we get into all of that, I like to start off my show uh, generally with a joke, you know, because it kind of disarm you a little bit, make you feel a little bit better. And I think I have one that takes the cake today. Uh, you know, I had a joke. I made a joke last week. It was, uh, what do uh, Bud Light and uh, Fox News have in common? They both got rid of a Tucker. Oh, yeah, there was my joke last week, and in this one, I think we may have actually uh, we may have actually beaten that one for just sheer humor volume in one line. Are you ready? Chris Christie is going to run for president. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! It's like. You know, Larry Hogan saying he's not going to run for president. That was pretty funny, but it was also very obvious. He had no chance at all. But but Chris Christie, literally, Chris Christie, the man who I think he actually hikes his pants up higher than Jerry Nadler. Real close, just right up there. That should be the new waistline for over eight, overweight old dudes. Pull them pants right up to the nipple line right there. And uh, anyway, so Chris Christie says he's going to announce his uh, 2024 White House. <laughs> it's white. 
White House candidacy in the coming days. Uh, he did a speech with uh, New Hampshire radio host Chris Ryan, who I guess was able to control his laughter. But uh, he, he said that Ryan uh, reported that Christie's campaign would be focused on New Hampshire uh, with the accent on ham, because, mm, boy, ham is so good. But anyway, uh, New Hampshire... An early Republican primary state. Of course, and we've got uh, affiliates in, in New Hampshire, which are glorious, by the way, and a great, great host uh, in New Hampshire, Jack Heath, who we have frequently. We would like to get his thoughts on this. But, uh, yeah, Chris Christie thinks, I mean, he has the, and this is a, this is an example of hubris, okay? This is, and hubris is ego that is unfounded. It, it, hubris is an arrogance associated with yourself that is unfounded. Uh, you know, Barack Obama has a lot of hubris. Uh, 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 you know, uh, Joe Biden has a lot of hubris. They think they can get away with anything. Uh, Hillary Clinton, lots and lots of hubris. They think that they are untouchable. And, uh, and Chris Christie has a lot of hubris thinking that people like him enough or his message resounds enough that they'll vote for him from president while also not realizing he has no chance at all ever, ever, ever of becoming the president. I don't know what could possibly make him the president, even if he like decided to identify as transgender uh, and then, I don't know, maybe add to the line, maybe be a transgender lesbian or something. Even that, he wouldn't even be VP as a transgender lesbian. Uh, it wouldn't even make it on the VP. That, I don't even know why. What It's like me saying, I'm going to run for president. It makes no sense at all. Vivek Ramaswamy has a, a shot, you know, a future in the Republican Party because he's a conservative. Uh, Chris Christie, he got nothing. Chris Christie got nothing. So I'm going to take this piece of paper here, and I'm just going to say, dude, there are a lot of things you could spend your money on, and you're kind of approaching retirement age. I would, I would focus a little bit more on that. Keep working on CNN or MSNBC or whatever you decided to you know, hang out with Michael Steele, go golfing with Larry Hogan. And, and Joe Scarborough, whatever. But, uh, but seriously, you have no chance of ever being the president of the United States. And I'm sorry for all of you uh, Chris Christie supporter out there. I didn't pluralize that because I think there might be one. And I think it's the person staring back Chris Christie in the mirror. I could be wrong, but no, I'm not. So there you go. There's your joke. Just share that with other people. Just see what kind of a guffaw you get when you say, yeah, Chris Christie's thinking about running for president. It's just so, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, this is a headline I wanted to start with today because this is what we're living through. This is what we're going through. And a lot of people are suffering and nobody is talking about it. And Corinne Jean-Pierre says that everything is great and we've got the best economy ever. Oh my God, we've got the lowest unemployment. You know why we've got the lowest unemployment, everybody? It's because people can't afford to be unemployed and people have to work two or three jobs. That's why there aren't any jobs. That's why there is not a lot, a whole lot of uh, unemployment out there. It's because people, uh, the old COVID scam is all over with and your unemployment benefits run out and all that stuff. And then you got to go to work and then you realize that one job isn't doing it. So you got to get a second job. That's what it's all about, kids. That's what it's all about. So more Americans are struggling to make ends meet now in the aftermath of the pandemic. New survey shows nearly 40%, 40% of U.S. households can't pay expenses. Revelation comes from the Census Bureau's latest household survey released Wednesday shows 38.5% of adults or 89.1 million people experience difficulty paying their bills between April 26th and May 8th. That's up from a year ago, 34.4. I thought this economy was kicking butt. I thought this economy was rocking. 
we're in the middle of officially kind of a <clears throat> kind of a housing collapse. Housing sales are dropping because people can't afford 8% interest on a home loan. Anyway, the survey says if more than half of the 50 states are actually above the 40% marker. So even uh, some states, even higher than 40% not being able to make your bills. More Americans now more than ever relying on credit cards to get by. We're very blessed because we're finally able to pay off some of our credit cards. We still owe credit cards and, and, and you know, government policy. And, and listen, I normally uh, blame everything, you know, in your life. you got to kind of look at yourself for where you are and blame yourself, right? But I'm going to tell you the reason why we lost our house in Washington, D.C. was because of the government. It's because of the housing collapse. It was because we got into a home and, uh, and we, we started paying on that home and all of a sudden the value of the home plummeted into the abyss. And we were hosed. So the, uh, the inception of the survey started August of 2021 when 31% of Americans revealed they were struggling to make ends meet. That number would swell to 37%, followed by a <clears throat> pronounced drop back to levels that presumably would have been reported prior to the pandemic. For most of 21, 2021, the first year of Joe Biden's presidency, the percentage has risen dramatically, thanks in part to rapidly rising rates of inflation. They're still there, by the way. By the end of 2021, the percentage of U.S. adults encountering financial uncertainty, 30%. Uh, and then, of course, a number recorded less than three months before the Federal Reserve would execute its first interest hikes. And now that's through the ceiling. So what the federal government has done is they've started a fire and they don't know how to put out put it out. They've started a fire and they don't know how to put it out. So interest rates are going to continue to rise. They're not going to be able to kill off inflation. And the answer to it all, you know what the answer to it all was and is and always has been? Getting rid of government regulation and decreasing taxes. There you go. It worked. It worked. But you see, this is the track that another president took years and years and years ago. And I was a little kid when that happened. The same thing is happening right now. We got, you know, inflation is out of control. We got a Federal Reserve that thinks the only way to tackle inflation is to raise interest rates and slow down the economy, blah, blah, blah. And then what happens? You get in this endless circle, this, uh, I'll just call it a jerk circle. You know, it's like those uh, traffic circles. I call them jerk circles. So we're going to call it a jerk circle. <clears throat> uh, and, and so they're sitting there, and they're going to raise interest rates because the inflation is too high, and then that's going to happen, and then the housing market's going to collapse, and inflation's going to keep going, and they're going to get... And it's, it's a, there's, a, there's a word for it. It's a Charlie Foxtrot, I think is what it is. And, uh, and then, of course, we've got the possibility of a debt default. They're, they're debating over the debt, and the Democrats have finally reached their end where they can't threaten us anymore. They can't say, well, we're going to do a government shutdown, and we're going to default on the debt, and the world's going to end. And you know why most people don't care? It's because they've already been through it. They, they're already going through it. Oh, my God, the federal government won't be able to pay its bills. Guess what? We've been doing that for years. We've lost our homes. We've lost our businesses. We've lost our, our kids have lost their schools and, and lost their, their education thanks to stupid COVID crap. And, you know, so the American people are like, oh, you know what? Go ahead and let it default. Let this mother burn. We don't even care anymore. Because, honestly, we've seen, we've seen the depths of, of how low things can get in our lives. Donald Trump said it in the uh, town hall, which got the best ratings that CNN has ever had, I mean, like, at least in years, when he was asked about the debt ceiling. Because everybody's tearing about the vet debt ceiling, and the Democrats always say, we've we got to be able to pay the bills, and we have to shut down the government, and oh my God, if we default, the world's going to end, and the American people are like, screw it. And here's what Donald Trump's had to say about it, and he's the first candidate or politician I've ever heard say this. I don't believe they're going to 
do a default because I think the Democrats will absolutely cave because you don't want to have that happen. But it's better than what we're doing right now because we're spending money like drunken sailors. So you know just to be clear, Mr. President, you think the U.S. should default if the There's uh, what's her name, Caitlin Collins, trying to get the soundbite that she wanted that she never got. White House does not agree to the spending cuts. Republicans well, are you demanding. might as well do it now because you'll do it later. There you go. Because we have to save this country. There Our you country go. is dying. Our country is being destroyed by stupid people, by very stupid people. You once said that using the that using the debt ceiling as a negotiating wedge uh, just here's the money shot could not happen. You you said that when sure. you were in the That's Oval Office. That's why I was president. To, so why is it different now that you're out of office? Because now I'm not president. There you go. There you go. Yeah, the American people don't really care. They've already seen how bad things can get. Welcome back to Jimmy Carter 2.0. We got a worse president. Welcome back. He's the same bad pres, but his name is Joe. Oh, he's worse. Well, the names have all changed since Jim was around. They're all dead. But the swamp that remains can't be turned <laughs> Except around. Except for Joe Biden. Joe's killing off the nation. Killing off the nation. Say hello to stagflation. Hello to stagflation. Yeah, we tease him a lot, cause brain cells he ain't got. Welcome and back. dying off. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back. It cost an arm to fill your car. And a leg. Welcome back. Your paycheck's the same and it don't go far. Joe pulled all the troops from, from Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Everything is screwed up, I guess that's his plan. He's an Obama puppet. Obama puppet. Go tell him to stop it. Tell him to stop it. The worst in history, that's why we chant FJB. Welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You got the vaccination? You know, or, 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 or the mom and dad, or, 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 or the neighbor, or when you go to church, or when you're... No, no I, I, I really mean All right, so uh, coming up, we've got evidence that uh, the dumbest people in the world are working for the United States government. We've got some incredible audio from what happened on Capitol Hill, how the FBI destroys people who speak out against their uh, malfeasance. Uh, And then also new cable ratings show Newsmax continuing to keelhaul CNN. Here's the number, 800-922-6680. This is a Friday edition of The Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson. Under President Joe Biden's volatile economy, we are at the cusp of an economic meltdown. The recent Silicon Valley bank failure sparked a deadly domino effect, and now nearly 200 banks across the country are teetering at the edge of collapse. Nobody's money is safe. Many depositors aren't insured by the FDIC and may lose access to their money completely. Wealthy Americans are withdrawing their cash fast and turning it to gold. The United States hasn't seen a potential chain of bank failures this catastrophic since the last Great Recession. It's time to protect your money today before your retirement disappears. Call Monetary Gold to receive their free protection guide at 800-586-9591. Learn how Americans are shielding their wealth from the bank collapses by diversifying in gold. Call now because tomorrow may be too late. Call Monetary Gold at 800-586-9591. That's 800-586-9591. If the left tells you to quiet down, 
get louder. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hi, to the Rob Carson Show. The number is 800-922-6680. We want to, uh, again, welcome our new affiliate WGMD 927 in uh, in Rehoboth Beach. That's where the president goes and uh, vacations all the time. And I uh, used to vacation there all the time as well. And it's uh, glorious to be on there. Uh, to those who are in uh, Rehoboth Beach and the surrounding area, uh, love the area. Miss my Grotto Pizza more than you'll ever know. I have ordered Grotto Pizza and had it sent uh, to the Midwest numerous times. In fact, they're probably going to do it today. Just the cheese with the swirl. It, it's a gift from God. And the uh, and the uh, Boardwalk uh, Thrasher's Fries are another gift from God. Uh, no ketchup, just malt vinegar. Thank you very much. Uh, Disney, by the way, has announced its Star Wars hotel is going to close. I don't know if you knew this. Uh, there was a apparently you could you could, <laughs> you could stay there <laughs> for a two night voyage on the Windowless Hotel. So it's a hotel that doesn't take off and fly in space or anything. But you can go in and you can just totally go in there and you can you can just live your Star Wars fantasy and you can dress up like Chewbacca and then you can play Dungeons and Dragons. Oh my God, it's so fantastic. And I'm saying this, I'm a, I'm a Star Wars fan, don't get me wrong, uh, but uh, really $20,000 for a two-night stay. I mean, I could be partying with Hunter Biden and Russian hookers and not have $20,000 worth of fun at the Star Wars Hotel. I mean, Princess Leia could be there wearing a bikini, offering me a glass of wine. Wouldn't be worth $20,000 for two days. So apparently uh, Disney is struggling to uh, fill up bookings. And uh, they are axing thousands of jobs, lowering ticket prices and whatnot. So uh, if you're going to go to <laughs> the Star Wars Hotel, <laughs> you might want Oh, and then another thing. I just want to say this, and I'll just share the personal thing. Uh, um, I got this. I'm thinking about doing this. No, actually, I'm going to do it. Have you guys uh, uh, considered the testosterone replacement thingy? And I'm only bringing this up because, you know, it's, it's a life stage. It's something I'm going through. It's something I wanted to try. I had my testosterone checked just a little low. And so I, I'm getting ready to try this testosterone replacement thing. I've never done it. I'm a little nervous. I'm afraid it might turn me into the Incredible Hulk. But I guess I had a choice. I had my testosterone check that I said, <clears throat> I guess there are two things I could do. Uh, I could get medicine and do testosterone replacement, or I could compete as a woman in, uh, in something. You know, I'm pretty good at mountain biking, uh, arm wrestling, still can bench press my own body weight. So uh, I opted to go ahead and, uh, and replace the testosterone and see what happens. If it doesn't work, then I will certainly consider uh, competing against women. So why the hell not, right? right what the, try to think of a new name because Bruce Jenner went to Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, I don't want to just do Roberta. Uh, I'll have to think of something cool. Uh, Megan. No, I don't want to do Megan. Megan, there's too many Megans and too many ways to spell it. Caitlyn, no, no, no. I don't know. I'll think about it. Oh, I want to mention this. Uh, Newsmax beat CNN again Wednesday night. Eric Bowling led Anderson Cooper 587,000 total viewers to Cooper's 562. And Cooper's show is force-fed to people in airports all over the world. That's pretty big. Then there's, then there's this. Fox News gets horrible news. CNN takes a major plunge after the post-Trump town hall spike so <laughs> donald trump does record ratings on cnn and then after donald trump leaves cnn plummets into the abyss so how do you do that 
And then there's this. Uh, the ratings of Fox used to be double the audience of MSNBC three months ago. Now MSNBC had an average 1.856 million viewers. Fox netted 1.7. That's not good. And then to show you, and this is about trust, okay? This is about trust. And trust me, I, I work at Newsmax. I know this. We realize the the importance of your trust and how many uh, options you have for balanced coverage, uh, conservative-leading hosts, and uh, that's why we, we, we recognize the gravity of this, and we welcome you there. But listen to this. Tucker Carlson's net favorability with Republicans is 62 points higher than Fox News. <laughs> how, here's the question. How favorable are your feelings about Fox News? 8% said very favorable. 26% said somewhat. All right? Uh, and then, of course, overall favorability, 34%. So there's that. Then asked about Tucker Carlson, 49% said they had a very favorable feeling. Another 21% said somewhat favorable. That's a total favorability of uh, 70%. That's a plus 59, which is about what Donald Trump is leading Ron DeSantis on in, uh, in, the, in the primary race. And we'll see, by the way, Ron DeSantis is going to announce... Um, Next week, I guess, he's meeting with uh, big donors and whatnot to see. And, and you know what? I welcome the competition. I'm, I'm, I, I know who I'm already going to vote for unless something major changes. That's fine. But welcome the competition. Welcome the arena of ideas. Absolutely 100%. All right. So next we're going to talk about what happened on Capitol Hill. And one of the dumbest moments in congressional history, I'm sure you probably have seen it, Linda Sanchez attempting to discredit an FBI whistleblower. Uh, and she did a face plant, and she's so stupid she doesn't realize how stupid she is. That's coming up. Your call's welcome, 800-922-6680. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson. I've been talking about how crazy the world is with uh, supply chain issues, record-setting inflation, sky-high gas prices. We've all seen how crazy this woke nonsense is going on with these big corporations, and it's time to let our voices be heard. The question is, what are we willing to do about it? How can our voices be heard? We vote with our dollars. That's how we make a difference. No more shopping big box stores if you can get those items at a family-owned company. PatriotSwitch.com helps people walk away from the big box conglomerates. We can shop factory direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer. That's why Patriot Switch was created, with regular folks like you and me in mind. I love what the folks at Patriot Switch are doing for us. One of the best ways to get around this one of the best ways to get around this crazy inflation today is to shop with family-owned companies that put their customers first rather than the shareholders and their corporate executives. Each of us can choose to take market shares away from these big companies that have enjoyed unfair advantages and instead choose to help regular people with family-owned made in America. Make a difference right now. Go to PatriotSwitch.com. That's PatriotSwitch.com. The left has been waging a war on America for decades. That's not right. It's not fair. And we're quite simply not going to take it anymore. Honestly, it's not fair to the world. It's the Rob Carson Show. 800-922-6680 is the number if you'd like to uh, talk about whatever today with the FBI... Uh, on Capitol Hill coming up, um, and I mentioned Fox is uh, underwater as far as uh, favorability compared to uh, Tucker Carlson, and the reason being, I told you this, and, and it's it's true, 
uh, is that uh, Tucker Carlson was the last bastion of truth, at least that people uh, believe was the last bastion of real conservatism on Fox News. That's the reason being. That's why so many people are going to Newsmax, among others, uh, is because they feel like there was a betrayal of trust. Last night on uh, on uh, Eric Bowling's show, who, by the way, is beating Anderson Cooper, uh, uh, Beth Ailes, Elizabeth Ailes, Roger Ailes' uh, ex, uh, widow, I should say, was on with him and talked about it. And I, I thought uh, she was very, very, a uh, really, really compelling and very, very interesting person. Um, and here's what she had to say about uh, Tucker Carlson. And- you, know, you know, usually when you have the top ratings at the network, you get to keep your job. Not so much in this case. So who knows if it was a wink and a nod with Dominion. But uh, the world is poorer for Roger Ailes' uh, passing, which is actually six years ago today. And um, it's poorer for the lack of debate and ability to have other points of view presented with Tucker. And I hope and I know he'll land on his feet and be better off. Indeed, indeed. Beth, I'm going to say thanks. And here's a little bit more from uh, Beth Ailes on uh, Roger Ailes and uh, Donald Trump. You know, we are, as a country, our country, our government, our culture is, it feels like it's in a state of free fall. Yes. But it's been happening slowly for the last 30 years. And um, you need strong leadership and you need people who can tell it like it is. And I think that the the only person on earth closest to Roger is Donald Trump. They were cut from the same cloth. It's God, family, country. Their vision of America is that it has fed more and freed more than any other country on earth. It's true. And God help us in a world where America is not the leader on the world stage. Well, I, I've said this. I said that the uh, the United States is the greatest individual uh, engine of individual economic individual and economic freedom in the history of mankind, and it's absolutely true. God, family, country. There's nothing wrong with that. The Democrat Party is doing the opposite. They're trying to destroy all of them. Chase God out of schools. Chase God out of the public square. Go after churches. Family, blow up the family, get your gender ID at uh, school or or change your gender. Don't tell mom and dad about it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And country, open up the border. Uh, is unceremoniously withdrawal from Afghanistan, humiliate everybody who has served and the Gold Star families who visit their, their children's graves every year because they died there. Uh, you know, that's what that is. So it's the opposite. Here's Glenn Beck, actually, echoing the same thing. I got to tell you, I am sick and tired of it. I'm sick and tired of the January 6th rioters being thrown in jail without trial for some of them for two years yep. while the Black Lives Matter rioters go free. I am sick and tired of our system that charges a veteran in New York on a subway with manslaughter for acting in self-defense and the defense of others. I am sick and tired of conservatives being banned or censored on social media, while the far left users can post death threats with absolutely no consequence. I am sick and tired of the mainstream media failing at their one and only job to hold elected officials accountable. But more than anything else, I am sick and tired of the witch hunt against one president while the blatant power abuses of another go completely ignored. What are you talking about? I, I don't I don't think that uh, I think that the media is all over all over uh, Joe Biden and his family and their 30 million dollars from the communist Chinese. Yeah, they're going after him. 
They real they they no actually they're not. This is actually a little montage going back about three years. Evidence at this point in time that Joe or Hunter Biden did anything inappropriate here. Not one single fact ever uncovered by anyone that he did anything unethical. Now it's Hunter Biden. There's always a diversion. They are always looking for a shiny object to divert attention. Really, the magic words now for Republicans. Are- then why did you guys cover up the laptop? Hunter Biden. Like, that is the get-out-of-jail-free card. The Trump Republicans are so bad, so the president yeah, you know has what? to compensate by playing up Biden and Hillary's scandals. Yeah, we're not, we're there not. are no scandals from the Biden. Yeah, we're done. Okay, we, we, we don't believe it anymore. We, we never have. I've, I've talked to you about this. Uh, anybody who has said that you, what you say is misinformation or disinformation at the deep state, the mainstream media and the Democrat Party and, and, uh, and big social media say what you believe is misinformation and disinformation, it means they know you know the truth. And I've been proven right. And I think we're all done with this crap. And I think this, uh, this on Capitol Hill, they're doing their very best to cover up the bloodbath that is taking place in the deep state that will continue nothing good is going to happen the deep state is not going to recover from this but we have to fight with every ounce of our being to make sure that people are held accountable for their malfeasance whether that be about uh, going after parents in schools for expressing their opinion about the nonsense being taught in schools or or burning down or attempting to burn down churches because they support uh roe v wade being uh, gotten rid of the summer of 2020, I can go on and on, and then we overpunish. The government is overpunishing people who are just near the Capitol grounds on January the 6th. I've got audio on this coming up. Bank of America, <laughs> they basically invited the Stasi into the, uh, into the apartment and then moved the bookcase to show where the people who went to Washington, D.C. were hiding. Yeah, I use that analogy purposefully. Let's go to Guy Lee in Sacramento. First call of the day, Guy Lee. How are you? Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Thank you, Rob. I just wanted to say I love your uh, your show, radio show, and I love your TV show. Thank you. The, the reason why I'm calling is because uh, I'm always listening to Ron DeSantis. Yes. And I, I liked him. I really did. I thought he was great. He's a great governor and stuff. But I think that he needs to run... His four years for governor, then run for president, not all of a sudden had to go through around to pass this law that way he could run uh, the presidency and be governor. I think that I think that really gets me really uh, mad because it's really crazy. Yeah. Guy Lee, you know, I, I've got <clears throat> I've got nothing really against Ron DeSantis other than, well, he has uh, Jeb Bush on stage with him all the time. That's one of the things that kind of gets to me. And and Ron DeSantis still has a lot to prove from a lot of people. You'll notice that Ron DeSantis experienced a precipitous drop in uh, in uh, viability versus Donald Trump in the polling um, in the last month and a half or so. Part of that was because of, uh, you know, people like um, the a, a Alvin Bragg going after Donald Trump and all of that. But also part of it is that some things have been coming out about Ron DeSantis that make you question his conservative cred, like having Jeb Bush on stage with him, like believing in this climate change nonsense. And so Ron DeSantis is on is on shaky ground and he can try to make up that ground running against Donald Trump. Uh, and, and that's fine. He has every choice to do that. Uh, or well, I think the smartest thing to do would for be for him to be on the ticket with Donald Trump. 
that would give him a chance to have four years to uh, rebuild his image and not start from scratch and fight against Donald Trump right now as Donald Trump is reaching his zenith in popularity uh, in the Republican Party because of all of the bull crap, all of the uh, the uh, persecution, unfounded persecution. And so, you know, I, I would agree with you on that, Guy Lee. I, I, you know, I, I think Ron needs a little more time in the bullpen before he takes I, the mound. Yeah. Yeah, I think right. so too. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the call, dude. And it's not a slide on Ron DeSantis. <clears throat> Tim Scott just announced today. I think Tim Scott's amazing. I really, really do. Could he be the president someday? Oh hell yeah, absolutely. I love Tim Scott. There are a lot of people in the Republican Party. They got a deep bench. Democrat Party doesn't have a deep bench. You know, the, the, today what was it? Was it Wired magazine did an article on Pete Buttigieg? Edge? He likes beer. He likes dogs and his electric Mustang. I don't know what the hell it is. It's stupid. But you notice you haven't seen any Pete Buttigieg. You know why? Because they're keeping their powder dry on Pete Buttigieg because they think, I guess, because he checks a couple boxes and he's relatively young and he almost seems intelligent. Terrible, terrible uh, transportation director. Not a very good mayor of a small town in, uh, in Indiana. But I guess that's, that's the reason why you're not seeing him. And then you get this Wired Magazine article about his Mustang and how he likes beer. Probably Bud Light. I'm just saying. But you got, you know, Byron Donalds. Byron Donalds, he's a freshman lawmaker. He's already blowing people away. You've got women in the in Congress right now. Uh, Harriet Hegeman blowing people away. You've got a governor in Arkansas. I just started. Uh, Sarah, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, she's going to be governor for a while. But do not, do not doubt that she's going to jump into the presidential race eventually. Glenn Youngkin, possibly down the road. We'll see. Uh, you know, uh, he's a little bit more of a, a centrist, I guess, to some degree. Uh, regardless what happens uh, with uh, those who are in the race, the only person who is going to become the Republican candidate is someone with MAGA cred who kisses the MAGA ring. And it's not about Donald Trump. It's about his policies. That's it. Donald Trump changed the Republican Party. Nikki Haley will never be the president because she is just fine with going back to what the Republican Party was. She could have uh, Chris Christie on her ticket, and they'd still garner less than 3%. In fact, if she put Chris Christie on the ticket, it'd probably drop a little. Anyway, those are my thoughts. I mean, you can you can share yours at 800-922-6680. So yesterday, uh, there were three whistleblowers of the FBI on uh, Capitol Hill. Marcus Allen... Yes, like the football player, Garrett O'Boyle and Steve Friend. And yesterday, uh, Linda Sanchez did a little, uh, I guess, a little research before the hearing and found somebody online on Twitter was named Marcus Allen. And I know it's a, it's a very uncommon name, right? Like Arnold Schwarzenegger. There's probably, what, a, half a million Arnold Schwarzeneggers in America? No, not really. Anyway, here is, uh, here is Linda Sanchez. This is one of the dumbest things since Hank Johnson said that Guam could tip over. The, the island could tip over. He did it. Literally did it. Just trust me on it. I'm not going to play it again. But here is Linda Sanchez. She found somebody on Twitter named Marcus Allen who tweeted something. And here's Marcus Allen going, yeah, that's not me. That's not me. And she still tries to make it relevant to the argument and, and tries to go after him for someone named Marcus. It's just, yeah. Thank you. Mr. Allen, have you ever used Twitter, yes or no? I have utilized Twitter, yes. Okay, and is your account at Marcus A9705645? 
That is absolutely not my account. Okay, that's not your account. Well, on December 5th, 2022, an account under the name Marcus Allen. Okay, what, what does that have to do with any freaking thing at all? Uh, you know, it'd be like somebody say, uh, you know, on October the whatever of whatever, a, a Twitter named uh, Rob Carson, uh, lady ma- ladies man 6969 apparently was his handle. Is that you? No, it's not me. That's not me at all. Well, Mr. Carson, I'd like to ask you about something that was actually posted on that. Retweeted a tweet that said, "That is not my account, ma'am." I, you haven't let me finish the question, Might sir. Might have been the football player. You haven't let me finish. <laughs> Might have been the football player. Why don't you see if O.J. Simpson is on there? Question. On December, and the time is mine. On Uh-oh. December fifth, twenty twenty-two, an Uh-oh. account under the name of Marcus Allen yes. retweeted a tweet that said, "Quote: Nancy Pelosi staged January sixth retweet if you agree." End quote. Do you agree with that statement? Yes or no? That that is I don't no ma'am. That's not my account at all. I have I'm no asking idea. whether you agree with that statement, yes or no. Can you please rephrase the statement? Yeah. Boy, you just start the thing by saying somebody tweeted the or or just say, here's the statement. Do you agree with this? Instead of saying, well, there was another guy named Marcus Allen who put this online, so you must be down with it. I'm the gentle lady has expired. Staged January 6th. I just want him to answer. He'll answer. He'll answer. Yeah, he'll answer. I'm just telling you your time's up. Do you believe that Nancy Pelosi, do you agree with the statement that this person tweeted that Nancy Pelosi staged January 6th? Yes or no? No. You know, and uh, this woman should be uh, humiliated and embarrassed. I mean, personally, should should feel shame and embarrassment, but she's not capable of it because she's not smart enough. That's the thing. And, and that's why I've said that if you think that the, the best and brightest in America uh, are working on Capitol Hill representing you, uh, you're out of your nut. Uh, you know, some of them are. There were some really smart people on Capitol Hill. Jim Jordan, kaboom. Uh, Cory Bush, derp, 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 derp. I mean, honestly, barely smart enough to keep her autonomic breathing system going. That's the dumbest thing that was said yesterday. But don't worry, there were other dumb things, and I've got lots of that coming up on the other side of this break. This is The Rob Carson Show. We the people, people are mad as hell. You know, it's kind of weird. we got a whole lot of whistleblowers coming out while Joe Biden is the president. Where are all the Trump whistleblowers? Where are all the people coming out and saying, Donald Trump, he did this, he did that? Well, there was one, and he overheard supposedly a conversation with Vladimir Zelensky, and it was nonsensical. It, it, was, uh, it wasn't uh, impeachable, but by God in heaven, they went after Donald Trump, didn't they? Yesterday, uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, whose, I mean, uh, voice makes you just want to... Stab your eardrums out with knitting needles. Here she is yesterday denying that the three uh, whistleblowers who've had their lives destroyed by the FBI, by the way. Here are the three. uh, Here she is saying that the three whistleblowers who've had their lives destroyed because they said, we don't want to investigate parents who oppose CRT. And we think you're over punishing the January the 6th uh, defendants because uh, you are. Uh, Here is uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz denying that they're even whistleblowers. I'm inquiring, and I was not... And I've told you, 
that when it comes to whistleblowers, you are not entitled to it. That's these at the discretion of Mr. Allen. Mr. Chairman, these individuals have been determined not, not to be whistleblowers. To these are not whistleblowers. If I woke up every morning and I heard that voice, I would just reach for the revolver. No, uh, just for me. They've been determined by the agency not... Nah, just stick with knitting needles. ...to be whistleblowers. Are you deciding that they're whistleblowers? Yes, the law decides. Did you not listen to Mr. Levitt's testimony? Did you not read the law? The <laughs> law decides that they are whistleblowers. This attorney is recognizes the gentlelady from the New York. Has not the gentlelady from New York has been recognized. Wow. Just wow. Here's something brand new from Jim Gossett about the hearings. Corruption junction, where is race compunction? The FBI should hang their head in shame. Corruption junction, the FBI's function to smear whistleblowers and ruin their name. Corruption junction, what obstruction? They'll make up stuff about you when you whistleblow. Corruption Junction, such dysfunction, Christopher Ray and his goon squad must go. Corruption Junction, such malfunction, get an injunction, they cause destruction. Yep. Corruption That's Junction. That's what it all is. What are their, instead of and but nor, what are their, uh, you know, and but nor, they'll take you very far. And I think there was corruption, but there really wasn't. Or we blame Donald Trump. Maybe that's the way they do it. I, I don't know. This is Eric Bowling last night talking about this uh, representative, Stacey Plaskett. She is a non-voting member of the uh, <laughs> of the House. Where's she from? Guam. That's going to tip over. I don't know. Anyway, here she is yesterday uh, making uh, remarks, her opening remarks about the, uh, the uh, weaponization committee and being completely wrong about everything. Nearly out of the gate, Plaskett brought MAGA right into it. Perhaps they're too far gone to realize that, in fact, this hearing is evidence, as if we need it anymore, that MAGA Republicans are a threat to the rule of law in America. Yeah, I'm proudly that, I guess. Less than two months ago, former President Trump, facing mounting investigations into his many alleged crimes. And all of them falling because they had nothing to back them up. Every single time for seven years. Declared that, quote, Republicans in Congress should defund the DOJ and the FBI until they can come to their senses. One thousand percent. And we all know that when Trump says jump, the Republicans in the House say how high. The reason we're here today is because Chairman Jordan wants to make America Trump again. My Republican co- Why are you so afraid of Trump? Because he's going to win? Is that it? That's what they're afraid of. Colleagues aren't here representing their constituents, not my constituents. They're representing Donald Trump. Trump, 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 Trump. This Trump. committee, this select committee, is a clearinghouse for testing conspiracy theories. Yeah, why are they still afraid of him? Yeah, if they're supposedly not, he's not going to win. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show.